0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. My name is Ian McLaren, and I apologize for the delay in getting the podcast out today on this Friday, January uh, what is it, 17th. Uh, but I'm kind of glad it is a bit late because there's some breaking news in Bruins land uh, that we'll get to right off the top. Uh, but before I mention that, just want to remind you that you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins, you can find me at ENC McLaren. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Uh, subscribe, download, listen on a daily basis, and uh, rate and review if you can as well. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, again, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, if you have Bruins loving people in your life, please share the news about this podcast. And uh, all other 30 teams are available as well, or in the works at the very least. I mentioned there's some breaking news uh, from the Boston Bruins that we'll get to right off the top. And then we'll take a look back at last night's game against the Penguins, uh, tee up Sunday's game against the very same Penguins, and take I look at some news and notes from around the NHL. But first, boodaloo, bop, 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 boodiloo, bop, bop, breaking news. The Bruins just announced about uh, less than an hour ago that David Backus has been placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment to Providence. Uh, the Bruins, of course, signed Backus to a five-year $30 million contract back in 2016. Backus still has the balance of this season and all of next remaining on that contract. Um, If he does choose to go to Providence for the balance of the season, the Bruins will be on the hook for, um, you know, his contract, but they will clear about 1.1 million in cap space from the NHL roster. Uh, That's kind of the balance of his deal prorated over the rest of the season. So um, not an insignificant savings, For the Bruins, Uh, with that and Richie and only Carson Kuhlman being recalled, it makes you wonder what else the Bruins have uh, in store and uh, if there's anything else on the way to correspond with this move. Um, So again, David Backus has been placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment to Providence. I would be shocked if anyone decided to uh, claim him and uh you know absorb his contract for uh, this season and next season um, but you know i guess crazier things haven't not really crazier things than that haven't really happened it would be quite a shock um, so yeah he'll be going to providence uh for the time being if he if he still wants to play uh, a lot of reaction coming in from around bruins twitter um, Bruins network Anthony who was on the podcast before he said David Backus is a heart and soul guy who always competes this is tough to see but he just doesn't have it anymore and that contract is a handcuff if he clears the Bruins free up about a million in space between this move and Richie I'd say there's a trade in the works um, yeah I echo that same sentiment uh, I said on Twitter once the news broke that you know, the writing was kind of on the wall when Boston didn't dress him for Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final against the only team he's ever played for, a team he used to captain, um, a warrior who clearly just doesn't have it anymore. If they can't rely on him in that setting to bring even that emotional boost, then, you know, they don't really have a place for him moving forward. I genuinely wish him well. He's gone through a lot of concussion issues. He's been... Um, unable just to hang in today's NHL. Um, but he seems like, uh, just a genuinely good family man. He obviously does a lot in the community with his efforts with animals and other charity work. Um, so whatever lies in his future, uh, I really wish him all the best. Um, so yeah, I don't know, really know what else to say. Um, David Cassidy, uh, After the move, he said, at the end of the day, you do what's best for the team. I'm sure it was a difficult decision for both Don Sweeney and Bruce Cassidy. uh, Especially humbling, perhaps, for Sweeney, who uh, you know, signed him to that uh, ill-advised deal. I don't think it's unfair to say that. Uh, Probably Cam Neely, as president, deserves uh, some share of the blame for signing off on that trade. Uh, But at the end of the day, the Bruins have to do what's best for the team. They already took steps to get rid of uh, Brett Ritchie and uh, recall Carson Kuhlman, who definitely played a role in Boston's win over the Penguins last night, which we'll get to. And I would assume that, uh, you know, there's still some moves to be made here as the Bruins look to improve the roster and uh, add some speed and some skill in the top six in order to um, compete for the Stanley Cup once again uh this year i feel bad for backus to be honest you know it's it's a tough situation uh it's a tough for the bruins to uh to approach him and make that move it's also tough for backus to kind of acknowledge that his game isn't at the nhl level anymore and um yeah you just feel bad for him but at the end of the day the bruins are you know looking to win the Stanley Cup after falling short last season and David Backus quite honestly isn't going to help them get there. Uh, Brad Marchand, I have a quote here from Connor Ryan from Twitter, Boston Sports Journal. He said, "Unfortunately, that's the business side of things." That's Brad Marchand. That is really shitty. He's been an incredible teammate. Can't say enough good things about him. He's going to be missed in the room. Uh so obviously, yeah, Backus his off-ice contributions to the Bruins can't be uh, overlooked. Uh, but on the ice, uh, just wasn't there anymore.
1: Uh,
0: so yeah, keep an eye on Twitter as we uh, see if there's any uh, corresponding roster moves in advance of uh, Sunday's game against the Penguins. Once back is clears and the 1.1 ish million dollars is back on the cap, uh, the Bruins might, uh, you know, recall someone or maybe there'll be a trade to announce. That's always fun. It helps people feel better. Um, Obviously, if it's a player of note, they'll have to work some more magic to get some cap space open, but um, yeah, hopefully the Bruins uh, have something else up their sleeves. Uh, maybe for the time being, it's only another recall, like Zach Sinishin perhaps, but uh, we'll have to see. So keep, keep an eye on LO underscore Boston Bruins on Twitter, and I'll be sure to share any information that crosses my timeline. On the ice, the Bruins played... Last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, they were wearing their uh, third jerseys. They didn't have their normal pregame routine on Thursday. Instead, they had a uh, sit-down meeting between Bruce Cassidy and the players to kind of talk about their reaction to to Gerask being knocked out of Tuesday's game in Columbus and their inability to rise to the challenge both uh, physically and emotionally. And ultimately on the scoreboard in that game, Cassidy said, we had a different day today. That being uh, Thursday, we had a different meeting on some things we needed to do better as a group. It wasn't necessarily a challenge. It was a reset on supporting one another all over the ice. We addressed the group about a little bit of our mentality. We feel we're winners in that locker room, but you have to prepare to win. You have to compete to win and go through the process of winning, I thought today was a good first step to getting back to who we are. So yeah, prior to the first of three games remaining before the All-Star break, the Bruins had this bit of a reset uh, in the locker room, kind of just being honest with one another, and it it paid off. The Bruins responded with an all-around strong effort against the surging Pittsburgh Penguins, who I mentioned were the top team in the NHL since December 1st. Uh, and most of that without Sidney Crosby. Boston won 4-1 as Yaroslav Halak, making his first start as the de facto number one uh, with Rask on the shelf with a concussion. Uh, he made 29 saves uh, in yeah really stellar performance that Boston really needed him to step up. The Bruins got goals from Sean Corrali, Par Lindholm, Uh, which was great to see to get that secondary scoring going. Carson Kuhlman recorded the primary assist on both of those goals, making an immediate impact in his uh, first game in a few months. Uh, And then Patrice Bergeron scored his 20th of the season, and Brad Marchand got his 21st, thanks to some unselfish play from David Pasternak. Pasternak had a look at an open net, and he dished it over to Marchand, uh, who was... Uh, visibly appreciative of uh, Pasternak helping him get the puck over the line It once has been a bit of a rough week. We remember he had that botched shootout attempt earlier in the week, and then uh, last night he had a a breakaway opportunity that he was not able to get a shot attempt off as the puck rolled off his stick. Uh, Marchand, uh, whereas earlier in the week, he was a bit defensive on uh, Twitter, calling... Uh, someone, a peasant for, you know, not, uh, not being able to, uh, perform at the NHL level. He said, your shootout is in your driveway, not the NHL peasant. You pretend to be me in your backyard dream big, but so a bit, some defensiveness, uh, sensitivity on his part. But then this morning, uh, he tweeted out attention hands have been lost or stolen. If found, please return to TD garden. Thanks. So having a bit more fun with his recent struggles, uh, certainly helped that uh, Pasternak was willing to be unselfish," Marchand said. "He's a great team player, very unselfish. Uh, he'll get his goals. He'll be all right." Uh, when asked about if it could cost him the the Rocket Richard Trophy, uh, which I'll be honest, that crossed my mind. Uh, you want to get as many goals as you can, uh, but you know, uh, good on Pasternak for getting his teammate going and that's the most important thing, obviously. Uh, the Bruins looked to get off to a rough start as Sidney Crosby scored just 24 seconds into the game, but uh, to their credit, the Bruins showed some resilience from then on and pushed back with the four unanswered goals Uh Cassidy said, we have to remind ourselves that we are grateful to be around this group, privileged to wear the sweater. Some of these things that you get away from a little bit and all of a sudden realize, Hey, let's get it back. We've got a good group in here. We've got a chance again. We're a good team. Let's play like it. Let's back to get back to it. Uh, We're not going to win everyone, but you have a good chance and do it for six when you play for 60 minutes. Uh, And the Bruins, yeah, like I mentioned, they had that great, um, response to going down early uh Tory Krug got the crowd on its feet uh when a scrum developed in front of the Bruins bench following a questionable hit on Matt Grizzlick Krug came to his defense and tangled with uh, Patrick Hornfist. uh so it was nice to see uh, didn't get a fighting major but he did get a matching roughing penalty after he uh kind of Delivered a nice uh, right to Hornquist's nose before taking him down. Um, it re- was reminiscent of Krug back in the final, taking uh, a run at a, a blues player. I believe it was who was it? Gunnerson, maybe? Um, just leveling a huge hit. It's always good to see Krug get involved physically. It's it's really fun to see him do that. Um, I mentioned Coolman. Uh, He was obviously very helpful with those two primary assists. Um, Cassidy said he chipped in a little bit on offense. We expect some level of offense and to get it right away is a nice win. It's nice to have that production, drive the net on the Corrali goal, uh, something else that the Bruins need more of. Um, So he certainly had an immediate impact, and I expect that he'll be in the lineup for the foreseeable future, especially with uh, the news of uh backus being placed on waivers here this morning the bruins had a slight advantage uh, in terms of shot attempts 5 on 5 play which you love to see they had a 55 53 advantage uh in all situations sorry that was in all situations uh at 5 on 5 they um yeah had an even better advantage 35 31 so a 53% advantage Uh, A 5-on-5 play. Uh, The Bruins scored all four of their goals at even strength, which, you know, despite the fact they weren't able to keep the power play run going, it's even better to see them get those goals at even strength. So positive possession at even strength. Four goals to one at even strength. Uh, So really, um, yeah, positive development there for the Bruins for sure. Uh, Krug credited Halak with helping the team get the win with some huge saves Um, as Pittsburgh looked to tie it up in, I believe, the second period. uh, He said, Krug, that is, we don't win the game without those saves. There were four or five saves that we needed. He's been there for us all year, so for him to do it again, I'm sure he feels good about the game. It pushed us in the right direction because we were able to come in the third period and extend the lead. If he doesn't make any of those saves, then there's a different complexion of a game. Um, So yeah, I would expect Halak to get the next start against Pittsburgh. And then uh, the final one before uh, the break as uh, they'll play the Vegas Golden Knights with Krug. um, Sorry, with Rask shelved due to uh, the concussion. It was a good sign. I think that um, Rask was able to be in attendance last night as he was honored um, prior to the game for 500 games played, he uh, received a drum set, which is pretty cool. Um, So I I expect a little bit of concern about Rask having been concussed like 48 hours earlier, about being there for pregame ceremony with the lights, the crowd noise, the music. Uh, Didn't seem super wise, but I mean, uh, the fact that He was able to do that. I'm sure they wouldn't have allowed him to go out if the doctors said it was a bad idea. So maybe that bodes well for his um, recovery timeline. I would expect that he'll be out until the break. Um, And that would give him a good two and a half weeks off. Hopefully he's able to come back after the All-Star break. So really encouraging performance by the Bruins against uh, a red-hot Pittsburgh Penguins team. Uh, They'll be in tough to repeat that on Sunday in Pittsburgh. It'll be a matinee game, 12.30 start Eastern time as the NBC uh, matinee schedule kicks off with football uh, cleared out of those time slots. Um, But again, the Bruins looked really good here on Thursday. We'll take it one step at a time. And um, yeah, they were able to put some room between themselves and Tampa Bay And, uh, Toronto who only picked up one point last night in a shootout loss to the Calgary flames. The Bruins are now, uh, eight points up on the lightning and, uh, 11 points up on the Maple Leafs. Uh, Tampa has two games in hand on them. Tampa actually lost last night in Minnesota, which, uh, was a big deal for sure as Minnesota is not a playoff team at the moment. And again, the Leafs lost in a shootout. Um, so the Bruins were able to p- pick up some uh, some points on both of those teams last night. I just wanted to give, uh, before we look at some news and notes from around the NHL, Amelie Benjamin of NHL.com, she had a longer quote from Cassidy about um, the decision to waive David Backus. Uh, not an easy decision at all, but again, what he said was it's best for the team. Uh, Cassidy per Benjamin, she, he said, I have a lot of respect for the person as a human being, what he's accomplished in this league. We brought him in to give us some of that bite. That's been a subject around here for the last few days. And that's something we had hoped for. And it was there for a while. And then some concussions came into play that affects your decision as a coach when to put a human being on the ice. We saw it a little bit last year with David trying to play a bit of that role and found himself in two or three scraps. I don't know if that's the ideal role for him, but good for him to go out and try to carve a way to get back in the lineup. He's a guy that you know as a dad who has two young girls. You always want to be careful that you're pushing guys to play a certain way, but now you've got a guy that, who knows, might be one hit away from having some serious damage. You've got to be really careful with that. Um, David Backus reportedly obviously disagreed with the decision, not a fan of it, but... You know, good on the Bruins for being proactive with protecting him in that way. That's not to say he won't be exposing himself if he accepts the decision to go to Providence. I guess there is the outside chance that he won't and maybe would choose to retire. But um, that's certainly up to David Backus. And um, we'll see what happens as uh, the decision will come around noon on Saturday As you know, um, we'll see if anyone claims him or if he is assigned to Providence and, and if he, um, accepts that and decides to take on a role down there or, um, who knows, decides to maybe walk away, uh, which, um, I wouldn't hold that against him. Uh, the Bruins would not be on the hook for his contract if he decides to retire, if not, the Bruins will be saving just over $1 million by burying his contract in the NHL. If they buy him out in the summer, uh, that would come with a $4 million penalty in 2020-21. So they free up about $2 million in cap space, and then a $1 million penalty in 2021-22. Uh, they can eat up to half of his cap hit in a potential trade. And again, the Bruins not on the hook with any penalty if Backus decides to retire. So that's From Ty Anderson, clearing that up. Uh, Ty Anderson of uh, 98.5, the sports hub. Uh, So yeah, that's um, Bruins news. A look back at last night's game. And um, yeah, the decision was made to uh, free up some space to bring in some speed and skill. Carson Kuhlman's already up. Anton Bleed has already been called up, if you recall. So he might get a look um, in Sunday's game. Um, I think he requires waivers if the Bruins want to send him back down um, and give another player a look, but that's the situation right now. Those two players are on the roster with Richie and Bacchus having been uh, assigned to Providence. Thanks for bearing with me through all that. Hopefully uh, you are able to follow. It's kind of a lot of moving parts going on right now with this Bacchus news and how it affects the lineup, uh, the emotions behind the decision, and, you know, how Bruins feel about it and how, um, yeah, Bacchus is taking the news. So hopefully I was able to break it down, helpfully for you. And we'll see uh, what it means for the roster moving forward. I'm sure there'll be an update that certainly on Monday's podcast as we um, recap Sunday's game. Um, some rumors from around the NHL. Darren Drager, TSN Insider Trading, he said he believes the Oilers will keep a close eye on what happens with the Leafs. He notes there's speculation surrounding Kasperi Kapanen, Andreas Johnson, and Alex Kerfoot, as the Oilers certainly need some scoring depth. Uh, We'll see if uh, Toronto can maybe flip some uh, forward depth for some help on the blue line, as they're certainly in need of help there with Injury to Morgan Riley piling up um, in terms of anything else that affects the Bruins. Again, a lot of pieces up in the air right now with uh, the decision to waive Bacchus, freeing up some cap space, what they might be able to do. Tyler Toffoli's name is still out there. Chris Kreider is a possibility, uh, but that will, I think, become clear as we hit the All-Star break next week and as the deadline uh, approaches more quickly. Uh, News wise, um, a potentially devastating injury in Carolina as uh, Dougie Hamilton, our old friend, appears to have broken his fibula in last night's game. Um, he could be out of the lineup for a significant amount of time. Jordan Stahl had a similar injury and he missed half of the season, so it could go into the playoffs. I believe Anton Strawman had a similar injury and he was only out for seven. Uh, weeks. So kind of depends on how, um, serious the injury is and whether or not, uh, Dougie can bounce back quickly from that. Um, I can't go a day without adding a Ilya Kovalchuk update. He scored twice in Montreal's win over the Flyers. He's now averaging, I believe, a point per game in limited sample size with with the Canadians, but still somebody I think the Bruins should have taken a look at, especially based on his price tag and how well he's been playing for the um, Canadians so far. A missed opportunity there, and hopefully the Bruins could uh, fill that hole soon. Obviously, with Backus being waived, that would have more than covered the cost of Kovalchuk's $700,000 contract uh, that he signed. So, yeah, missed opportunity there um, for the Bruins, but yeah, that's life. Bruins didn't feel it was worth pursuing him, and uh, now they're left looking elsewhere. I should mention that uh, David Krejci remains day to day. He was not able to play last night, uh, so hopefully he's back in the lineup for Sunday's game in Pittsburgh. Um, He didn't skate here on Friday, so yeah, that's today's. Locked on Boston Bruins podcast. Thanks for taking some time to listen. I really appreciate all who do. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with a lot of, uh, yeah, reaction to the Backus move. See what happens there over the weekend and any corresponding roster moves. Keep an eye on at LO underscore Boston Bruins for any updates that I'll share on Twitter. You can find me at ENC McLaren as well. And um, we will uh, talk to you again on Monday. Thanks for checking out the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Have a great weekend. Take care, friends.